What's going on? You are listening to The Questions Hip Hop on the Stony Island Audio Network. It's me, as it always is, your host, Sean Kantrowitz, and you are in for a very good episode this week. But before we get there, I have some news that I need to share with you. This is that news I hinted at a couple of weeks ago, and obviously if you're a member of the Questions Patreon, we've talked about this, but this right now here is in fact the world premiere. The Questions Hip Hop Trivia is getting published as a physical game through the good folks at Clarkson Potter and Penguin Random House. The game consists of 300 cards, all written by me and including questions that have never been seen or heard or played anywhere else. And the game also features incredibly dope artwork, courtesy of Frank William Miller Jr., Two Fly, Edgar Garcia, and Jamar Cave. The game will be available January 24th, 2023, next year, to coincide with the 50th anniversary of hip hop. But the pre-order link is currently live now and you can click it in the description of this episode. From there, you'll be able to order it from Penguin Random House, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Bookshop.org, Hudson Booksellers, IndieBound, Powell's, Target, or Walmart. And all right, I I was reading all that, so I got all the details down, but now I can be a little bit more uh, direct and, and personal here. This is pretty incredible for me. I am now going to be a published author with the biggest publisher in the country. I cannot begin to fully express how grateful I am to everyone who has been a part of the journey that the questions has been on for the past four years. I'm really excited for what the new year holds and I'm definitely looking forward to hitting the road and bring the questions back as a live event as we all celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop next year. You all like hip-hop, right? Yeah, I think you do. So yes, click the link in the episode description or go to questionshiphop.com to pre-order your copy of the Questions Hip-Hop Trivia now. I'm so excited and once again, so grateful and thankful to everybody who has been a part of this. Okay, now that I've shared this news with you, it's time to get into this week's episode. Cue the pianos, please. It's the latest edition in our Making Illmatic series, in which my co-host Midas the Beast and I attempt to improve an album by trimming it down to 10 songs. We're joined this week by Brooklyn MC and friend of the show, Mean Joe Scheme. I've known Joe for a few years now through his work with my good friend slash Making Illmatic alum slash super dope producer Optics. You might also recall that Joe and Optics were on the podcast earlier this year when we did our Posse Cut Bracket Breakdown. Well, now Joe is back and he's decided to bring with him Nas's fifth album, 2001's Stillmatic. That's right, we're trying to give Stillmatic the making Illmatic treatment. Many hot takes and heated debates in this one. Just what you need for this cold winter, so you're in for a treat. Big shout out to the members of the Questions Patreon. Appreciate your support, and I'm paying it back by giving you all sorts of goodness, including early access to episodes, bonus content that doesn't make it into the show, and a whole lot more. I really love the community we're building over there, and if you'd like to join that movement, 
we'll call it, <laughs> head on over to patreon.com slash the questions hip hop. Without further ado, this is the questions making Illmatic with Mean Joe Scheme as we take on Nas's Stillmatic. Question. Who rapping there? That remix and what happened when? That's the question. And if you ain't know what needs, then my guys knowing what you need. Some answers to the questions. All right, coming at you from the past. How far in the past? We don't know because I'm not exactly sure when we're going to drop this episode. So that's on you to figure out. But you are listening to the questions, hip hop trivia, making Illmatic edition. I'm your host, Sean Kantrowitz, and I am joined as always by the creator of this concept, my brother in arms, the, uh, the, the, the man with the hot takes and the cool disposition. Midas the Beast. How, how are you, sir? Well, you know, just um, I'm here. And, uh, <laughs> Quiet storm. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Now we're here, man. This is going to be fun. Um, I, have a, I, have a, I have strong opinions on this record. We have strong opinions on this record. We've got a guy who has strong opinions in general. Uh, this is what I've always known about him. He's our guest today. Mean Joe Scheme. Oh, what's going on, y'all? Man, we're ready to uh, dive into this album. So the first and foremost, let's just get into it. What made you choose Nas's Stillmatic as an album that you wanted to give the making Illmatic, the MI treatment, if you're speaking in uh, abbreviations? Well, because in the first four bars of the album, he said, they thought I'd make another Illmatic, but it's always forward, I'm moving, never backwards, stupid. But who is stupid now, Nas? <laughs> Who is stupid now? We're going to go like this album right here got five in the source, if I'm not mistaken. I know there's a Mike's part of this, too. But, mm -hmm. um, yo, so, yo, I was in, fuck, I was like a kid at the right time for this, too. So it's 2001. I'm like in the depths of the Nas Jay-Z beef. It means so much to me. I'm, my hip hop, like Nas had just become my new favorite rapper at the right time when this happened. So it's like, I was so attached to this. This was my like, cause I, I was doing like, I, I got, I was a fan of, it was written, you know, cause the single when I'm a kid, like a even smaller kid, the fucking single is like hot as shit. So, like, that album I got into, I didn't like Illmatic at first. Then I started to like it. So then, finally, I got a chance to buy a Nas album. So it was Stillmatic. So it was like, you know, I, I, I thought it was amazing then. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, in Revisionist History, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yo, it's time. How many episodes you guys got of this so far? I mean, we... it, it, that's not hard to answer because we don't know when this is going to come out, but we'll, we'll say. All we, right. We, so, yeah, like, my, yeah. I'm hoping this is the 10th episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, so there would be right. a perfect 10th episode right here. Um, <laughs> no, but I just thought it was a great album to revisit, you know, because, like, I think Nas got a lot of, um, like, it was a big deal at the time. And I think he got a lot of the like, yo, you beat Jay-Z 
like hype too. Like mm-hmm. so it was like this album was treated better than it actually is, but it's actually not as bad as people think. It's a weird, it like sits in the middle of Nas's catalog. And I think with a couple of cuts, you put it right up there in the top like four. Mm. Yeah, it's it's pretty difficult to talk and think about this album without relating it directly to the Jay-Z beef that was happening at the turn of the 21st century. You know, it was uh, definitely a moment in time where they both were at pretty pivotal points in their careers. And, you know, you could sort of, you could state your case for who sort of came out on top in, in the years that would follow. Uh, but the beef and the fire that it lit under uh, Nas definitely um, is the driving force, I think, of this album. Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, he's coming off of like the I Am Nostradamus debacle, like the double album, it leaks. Then he has to, he puts out I Am and then it was supposed to be a whole like concept and then Nostradamus has to come out in 99. It's so, it like right after, it was so bad. Like, so... It, it, to me, Stomatic is a really great, like, triumphant return for Nas. So that, that's that's why I think it's like a great a great one to do for this. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I've been trying to calculate how I am going to address my very complicated relationship with Nas's music in this episode, and I still don't know if I'm ready to do it yet. So, Midas, uh, what were your thoughts on Nas Stomatic, and and what, where do you sort of see this in the Nas canon? Oh, well, um, let me move this back a little bit. You know, I think this coming out of, it was written as one of my favorite albums of all time. And, you know, 97, excuse me, 96 Nas is one of the greatest things my rap ears has ever heard is, is 96 mafioso Nas. Everything that came out, Leading Escobar. into that record, yes, Escobar. Anything that came out leading into <laughs> it was written <clears throat> and then coming out of it was written was just like this dude's rhyming on a God tier level, like it's out of control. As you get to uh, I Am and everything, because I, you know, I was getting all, I was hearing all the uh, the leaks and I was, I was, I, you know, and I was like, oh my God, this next Nas stuff's going to be crazy too. It sounded like he was kind of switching the, the style up a little bit, switching the flow up a little bit, but all this stuff sounds crazy. Like he was doing all the ill conceptual stuff, um, was was kind of leaking and, you know, project windows and all, all kind of crazy stuff, right? And a little underwhelmed with I Am, you know what I'm saying? Like underwhelmed with what we finally got as the album, super underwhelmed with Nostradamus afterwards, right? Yeah. So for me, it was like, Okay, like I was at this all-time high. With, it was written, okay, I, I came down a few notches with I Am, although one of my favorite nine songs of all time is on I Am. But then I really came down on, yeah. on Nostradamus. So when this, when this is coming, now, part of the relationship with this record, though, is attributed to the relationship with Jay-Z. So... My 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 excitement for this record was not high coming off of the last couple Nas records, but my excitement for this record was extremely high because I didn't like Jay Z at the time. I was anti Jay Z, so with being anti Jay Z, I just had to be pro Nas, and I was with the shits for this record just from my anti Jay Z ness. 
That's how it went. It was, listen, it <laughs> happened at the right time. As Yankees and Mets went to the World Series together in 2000 and you had to pick. I remember it, it was the same thing. It was Nas or Jay-Z. There was no, no one liked both. No one and liked both. It was Tupac and you, Big. That's it. You, it, you, you had like to both. pick a side. I picked a side and I was with the shits. So even in like my high school arguments or whatever grade I was in, even in the arguments, I, in my soul, if you if I had a lie detector attached, I wasn't I wasn't confident that this was going to be fire. <laughs> but 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 the arguers wouldn't know that. I was like, yo, Nas to the death. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? And then I was just like, man, Nas, I really hope you hold me down. <laughs> you better not let me down, Nas. <laughs> right. And so many years later, rappers would fear that they let Nas down. That they let but, Nas yeah. down. Yeah. I didn't want Nas to let me down. So that was the thing. And then you got to remember, too, like, you know, putting this record in its, in, in, in its timely context is Nas wasn't just beefing with Jay. Nas was beefing with everybody. Right. This was like crazy Nas time. And he talks he's, about that on the record. He, he gets yeah. into that. That's, that's another core identity. Everybody. Yes. Yeah, he's got he's got problems with Cormega. He's got problems with nature. He's got problems with this person, that person. Yeah. Well, all of he queens. goes on the radio. He's beefing with Nori. He's beefing with K. Like, he's beefing with everybody. Yep. So this is an ill time. This is also during the Hot 97 Power 95 oh. Wars, right? Like, that's happening like New York is divided as a state as it pertains to hip hop. There's yeah. the there's the uh, the lynching of Jay Z. Like all of this time is bananas for Nas. So this record really is like a a, a milestone in hip hop to me. The other thing that's really interesting too to think back, especially now in hindsight, is that this is Nas's fifth album, and at this point, you know, he's sort of looked at as like, okay, he's in the middle age of of his hip hop career, yeah. and he's like twenty eight, you know, like which again, when you're in high school or when you're a, a kid or however, if you're younger than that age, twenty eight definitely seems like oh, this man is a seasoned, weathered adult, and then as soon as you pass twenty eight, you're like twenty eight is nothing, and it's so crazy. I always also point back to like how LL Cool J was washed up when he put out Mama Said Knock You Out. And I think he was like 21 when he did that don't album. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. Exactly. So that, that's an interesting component and it makes sense that, you know, he was, look, not to get all new agey here, but there is definitely a thing about like the Saturn return at like 28 or 29 that happens where you start to reevaluate who you are. You're sort of uh, repositioning your context of, of how the people in your life fit into your story and that that definitely seems like what was happening with Nas at this point beefing with everybody you know in his circle outside of his circle figuring out where he stood in his career um everything that you guys mentioned now let me just one, go ahead go ahead I was just gonna say one thing about as I go through these like the, this track list and it's funny man because Nas is the, the album the, 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 the pod is called Making Illmatic and Man, Nas is probably the artist that would benefit from from this concept the most of anybody because, in a positive way, because, like, as I'm just looking at the track list, and I purposely, like, if I really know an album, I don't like to do a lot of listening and research before we sit down because I want my takes to be fresh. And as I'm sitting here looking at the track list, the thing that's popping into my head is, like, just looking at the list of titles, I'm going... Man, when this is 10 tracks, this is a monster record. Like, as a 10 tracker, 
it's so different as a 14 track. <laughs> like, it's so different as a subtle, 14 track. Very subtle difference. Very subtle And he difference. could probably, like, that could be every Nas album. Like, ever. <laughs> you know? Yeah, not for Like, to some that. extent. So it's kind of yeah, interesting. But go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. Well, I look, this is going to be a story and a conversation about Nazir Jones and his story and where he was at. But if I'm going to be weighing in on this, I feel that it is incumbent on me to share my unpopular Nas take, which has softened as I have gotten older. Oh. But let's just get into it because this is going to inform a First lot of it was of my- nasty, but times have changed. <laughs> this, this is correct. Hold on, let me write that down. Um, look. I'm going to be honest. I was not enamored with It Was Written. I understand that there is even what I find to be an asinine argument that pervades today that some people say that is the better Nas album in his catalog. I don't care what stereotype this paints me into. Illmatic is the alpha and the omega. Illmatic to me is one of the best albums that has ever been done in hip hop. And for me, Nas has never come even remotely close to it. And if I want to get even more sort of maybe spicy with the take, I think because of the amazing declaration of work that he did at such a young age and the way that it was presented, he has essentially gotten what at times is a hall pass to wander around in the halls of mediocrity in his album. So I was not into It Was Written. I was in general, and we've talked about this in some of the other episodes in the Making Illmatic series, I was not into the mafioso sound. If it has like, you know, cinematic strings, I'm kind of not into it. And while I was definitely tuned into what was happening with the beef and with Jay and paying attention to the singles and things like that, I was way steeped in underground, underground hip hop music at this time and things that maybe leaned a little bit more post-native tongues or sort of like Soulquarian-esque type things for me to really be invested in a lot of this stuff. I was aware and I definitely sided with more of Jay-Z at the time, but oh, I was, you who know. Who are you? But, but, but all of that is to say, it's not like I, I was like contemplating and designing my Jay tattoo that I was going to get like the you, following you, year. You, you know what either. it was with Jay? Because I, because I, now in hindsight, I feel, I mean, and of course, like today I feel as differently about Jay as I could possibly feel from how I felt in 2001, right? Same. Like, like Jay, how I felt in 2001 and how I feel today. I don't know if there's been a bigger 180 on an artist than I have with, with Jay-Z. But what I keep trying to tell people, and I talk to cats about the, all this, like Jay, Jay, more than any other MC, Jay benefits from what's happened since. Because when you go back, like, I just hear people talk about, like, uh, these J records, like, we was really fucking with them like that when they came out. And we wasn't. I, I was there. I was alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when, when... Um, I mean, Blueprint, though. Well, no, uh, Blueprint prior, was... Prior to Blueprint. Pri- pri- prior, prior to Blueprint. blueprint. Oh, That's okay, really fair, what I'm talking about. Because Blueprint yeah, yeah, yeah. is the No, yeah, he was shaky. No, you're all the way right. Doubt comes out, and nobody was going crazy about reasonable. No, you're doubt, all the way bro. right. Like, it was a, no, you're all the way right. Yep. Like the hustlers now. What I always hear is, well, the hustlers was going crazy about reasonable doubt, and the getting money niggas was going crazy. Hey, great! I was a kid, so I wasn't doing <laughs> either one of those. So well, you weren't you weren't hustling fuck. hard enough. That, that's your problem. Right, I wasn't hustling hard enough. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't volume, give a fuck. And volume one is him like trying to swing for the fences and like make a you know he brings Puffy in and all that, and it was like. Yeah, so you're right. You're all the way around. So Jay, true. Jay represented, to me, as a hip-hop fan, Jay represented, like, 
the sellout to some extent. Like, and he wasn't a sellout. I'm not calling him a sellout. I'm just saying, like, he represented that to me. Like, that was that was bad boy. It was the new bad boy. You know what right. I'm saying? It was, to it me. was so, champagne music. It was champagne shit. So, like, Nas, even though it was written, he's on his mafioso shit, Nas still represented, like, street rap. And, like, you know, I feel like Nas is still somebody that you'll catch on the corner. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Jay was... Jay was, you know, he's a Don, you know what I'm saying? He's on another level from already there. So it was, it was that relationship with Jay had a lot of effect to, you know, how we were listening to this, to this Stillmatic record. And that, that beef really drove the whole thing. But what's funny about it is when, and we're going to get into it, but when you go through it, I'd be, you'd be hard pressed to find a Nas album with more of the kind of Nas songs that when people say they love Nas songs, they're these type of songs. So like he gave all, almost a whole album of that shit. Like the, like the, everybody always brings up the gun song, right? Like the concept Nas, you got more of that on this record than you have on any other Nas album that's ever come out. Right. And that's, that's a thing to, to, to consider. So, this record was given a five mic rating in the source at the time that it came out, which, you know, I think by this point in the uh, history books of the source, the credibility is beginning to crumble. It was political. Yeah, it was, it was, political. Very, it was very political. So, uh, you know, ostensibly, this is already a perfect album, but I think in the hearts of the fans and the listeners, that isn't necessarily true. So our question that we always like to kick off uh, right before we actually start diving into the track list is what is the actual current rating? of this album based on the sources system. So Joe, where do you rank Stillmatic uh, as it currently stands? I think, so I re-listen to Stillmatic a lot more than I have in the last 10 years, right? So like I listen to Stillmatic a lot this last couple of weeks and I'm firm in like, I can accept three and a half to four. It's a three and a half foot. Four to me is where I lean more because I think like the highs are so high and with the right cuts, it really is like, damn, that's a solid ass album. Like it's, it is the most solid album with the cuts that I personally made. I'm giving it four mics. But prior to the cuts, you're saying like, no, like- no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I guess you're right. So yeah, like prior, like prior to cutting anything, if we just listen to it, to what it is, Three and a half, I'm not mad at someone saying four is where I lean. Got it. I mean, I already let you know what frequency I'm on, where I'm coming from. This to me is a three mic album. I mean, that's that's just how I feel about it. It does have some good moments. I feel like there is a lot of fluff um, or not even fluff. Like, okay, one last side tangent before we get into this. The Black Thoughts release of his album earlier. It's always the roots with you. It's always the roots. This has to go to the Dude, this is Nas. (laughs) Yes, but this is but this is also my podcast. So I get to do that. (laughs) Um, You know, his release earlier this year with Danger Mouse, regardless of what you actually think about it, it has and even outside of that album, a lot of what he's been doing in the public eye since basically the Funkmaster Flex freestyle has people like, you know, reevaluating or evaluating like, yo, what is thought as an MC and how does he sort of rank? And what I said to a colleague of all of ours who will remain anonymous uh, for the time being here is that in many ways, I think that, um, you know, thought didn't necessarily do things that seemed to play to the times as much. And as a result, 
he maybe doesn't have as much charismatic highs in his catalog, but he also doesn't have as many like sort of cringe-worthy, embarrassing mistakes. When I think about an artist like Nas, as much as he epitomizes what we all love about hip hop and the potential for like how great it can be in its pure, unadulterated form, Nas did often kind of swing for the fences, as you mentioned earlier, as Jay did, in terms of trying to be like, oh, this is the sound, this is what's going to make this record sell, let me try this. Like, I think Nas probably is well, not even probably, is way more adventurous than other MCs who are held in high regard. The only problem with that is that because of that and a questionable quality control, especially when it comes to the beats, I'm not the first person to say this, is just like, there's a lot of shit where it's just like, man, I wish that, I wish that whatever, and this has been reported that Nas was pretty shook by the Source Awards in which he was sort of swept out of it for Illmatic. And that was like the moment where he was like, okay, I need to recognize the realm in which I'm playing. And he was able to do that with it was written. The purest part of me wishes that he stuck to his guns and, and didn't concede to commercial or peer expectations. And I also recognize that that mentality could be very adjacent to, oh, so you just don't want experimentation. You want to do the same thing over and over again. And I, that's not what I'm saying. But I think that when artists curb their artistic tendencies to try to be a part of the conversation, it can be dicey at best. Yeah, I mean, that's fair mm. enough. And, and that's it, one of my that's one of my that's one of my like thoughts, actually, about this album, too, is that one like, of your black think, thoughts. No, because <laughs> listen. Get to it, the root of the problem. <laughs> You're on a quest, the, love. <laughs> so the the I was I have like a similar take about it is that like I think this is the album where Nas actually starts like the bad Nas beats or like the he tries things like he tries all these things like this starts on this album I think and I think that like yeah, like for all intents and purposes, like I think like as many bad Nas like trying to do different things, like tracks that there are, like uh the hip hop is dead joint, you know, like <laughs> like that thing, like it yo, like who else does that? Your fave doesn't do it. Your fave doesn't even put out an album until 2022, a solo album. Shut up. <laughs> your fave your fave doesn't even try to make a solo album. So I mean like here's you know. an idea. Here's an idea. Cause I, I just gotta throw this out there. So when I hear some of the judgment of Nas, I have to I have to some of the arguments I have is one, when when does Nas direct himself? That's key. Because do you is 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 it was I mean excuse me is Illmatic is that a Nas record and when I say is that a Nas record Hell did yeah. Nas direct himself on that record or did Pete Rock Primo Laws Professor do they guide this seventeen year old kid to these to these records right I yeah no go ahead, then then to follow it then to follow it it was written does he does he is that a Nas record? Or do Trackmasters guide that record? Right. And organize that record with help from, with oversight from a Dr. Dre or whoever else was a part of it, right? <coughs> with influence from things he was listening to or whatever. But like, does, does, is that, so as you go down and like, I think there's a couple Nas records that you can go through before you go, oh, okay, I think this is actually like a Nas record. Like he might have, he might have directed this whole thing. Illmatic, Illmatic is changes. the whole 
Illmatic is is a Nas, Nas like they he he gave he he brought the sample to Preem to make Memory Lane. Like he told uh, P Rock to say the words for on World Is Yours. Like he had as many ideas I think as a part mm-hmm. of his production on that album. I want that spooky shit is what he tells this uh, Q-tip and and then he makes one love like and he's and like half of the rhymes are like rhymes he already had and right, of course. the other half right. so it's so it's like I think Illmatic is the most is like a, a really great combination of like himself so producing it and then so the here's what's around. interesting about that logic though right because I, I I don't think you're wrong I think you're right but and I find this interesting it's like okay so if you can direct an album in that way then why wouldn't the next time you direct an album, it's so vastly different logic than you took when you directed the first one? He wanted a hit. Like, he wanted, he he was tight. He was tight that he got swept in the Source Award. Like, so it's like, I think Nas is someone who, like, really does benefit, actually, from being produced. Like, there's artists that I need think so too. to be produced. And there's other, art. and so it's like, you can tell when Nas made a decision and we, you can tell when someone says, hey, Nas, I think I have a great idea. And then, they know, like, because they're thinking of him, they make something that caters to him beautifully. Yeah, so they say, they you say, also hey, hate Nas. On <laughs> you, you also can't hate on his swing for the fence when he's, when he's the best rapper. I like, agree. And that's the thing that, like, I think people don't understand. It's like, well, Nas should do this. And it's like, when, when It Was Written came out and they're like, he's got the big single with Lauryn Hill and he should have just stuck to it. I'm like... You do know he's the best rapper in the world, right? Like, he <laughs> should probably be trying to make the most money as the best rapper. Like, he's the best. Like, he he's not one on of that the joint. best. <laughs> he was spitting on the five yeah, of the world. Crazy. Like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, anyway. So, Midas, what's your current ranking of uh, Stillmatic? Four. Okay. Four. Well, then. And, and, and honestly, very quickly, if this gets cut, the way that I see it being cut right now by looking at the track listing, we might have a pun rival on our hands. A five mic, even though it technically exists in the world, is already, a five yeah. mic already. Yes, right. correct. <laughs> the better five mic. Uh, yes. Yes. All right. So we're going to get into it. We're, we could uh, make Stillmatic? <laughs> uh, yes, I think we could. Um, we are going to go through, uh, we'll, we'll take a vote as to whether we cut or keep the tracks. Obviously, there's three of us. Best, uh, you know, two out of three votes is to keep or to cut. So we'll get into it now. It was coming out of the 90s, so you still had to do this. We talk about this on every episode. If it was the first track on your album, it had to be called the intro. This is the Stillmatic intro produced by Hangman 3. To a nigga can't take it no more. Blood of a slave, heart of a king. Turn my voice up. Hey, yo, the brother Stillmatic. I crawled up out of that grave, wiping the dirt, cleaning my shirt. They thought I'd make another Illmatic, but it's always forward, I'm moving. Never back with stupid, here's another classic. See notes is falling from the sky. By now the credits were right. starring executive. I never really cared for this song. I'm going to keep it a buck. Oh. Um, I, I didn't really care for it. I will tell you, I don't hate it. It doesn't like I don't it doesn't come on and like revile my ears and I'm like, ah, oh, get this shit out of here. But it sounds like the kind of Nas song that I always would skip because 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 it sounds like it should have been on the QB Finest compilation. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. 
It's it's, it's Nas the beat. On, it's the beat. It's yeah, the beat. I, I think it's, it's the beat. not Nas. Yeah. It's no. the beat. He yeah. likes beats like that, and he raps over beats like that for like a ten year stretch. He <laughs> he would just every album you'd get one of these like uh, Sheila E sample eighty joints that you're just like, yeah, nobody rapped over that because nobody wants to rap on those joints. And you know it is what it is. It's a cool, it's a cool record, and I'm going to, with all that hate that I just said, because of how I'm looking at this, I'm gonna keep it. But I don't think it. I, I also don't think it. I think this song would sit better not as the first song on. I think the beat would sit better not as the first beat that I hear when the album comes on. The song is an intro song. It doesn't sound like a great intro beat. If this was track two, track four, I'd feel a little bit better. But that's that's where I sit on it. But I want to vote to keep it. I mean, I don't really see the sequencing of where this appears doing any favors for the album, like I, I, or for the song itself. Like to me, this is a very whatever beat. Yeah, it is I, to me too. He's Joe's having a stroke right now. Um, it is. Uh, yeah, it doesn't do much for me. Again, to your point, the rapping is is quite good. I mean, he's he's definitely showcasing that Joe's, he is not. So I was like, yo, you know, this is really fucking up my all sample of the Barge album that I have coming <laughs> next. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fine, but it's unremarkable to me. And it kind of summarizes how I feel about the majority of this album. So for me, this is a reluctant keep because... There are songs that I think are worse that I'm I would want to cut. And there are songs that are better and like we got to keep 10. So this this slips by the guillotine for me. I think there's an amazing nine. I think there's a, <laughs> I think there's a let me be clear, Joe, because I don't want you to. I'm not with Sean. Let me just be clear. I think there's an amazing nine. I I, I think this would be. The like the, uh, the okay, ten, the okay and 10. I, yeah, I guess that, yeah, I yeah. guess that's kind yeah. of the Illmatic yeah. formula, right? Because it Illmatic is. is nine great songs, and then an intro that you could you could do without. You know, it's it's fine, uh, Joe. All right, <laughs> so <laughs> let me let me start by giving you guys your flowers real quick. Uh oh, this this show is really good because I leave every episode of it pissed off just <laughs> upset just 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 totally upset but i go back and i wait anxiously for the next one so i, I want to say this is a phen phenomenal concept appreciate you brother appreciate you um and what's funny about this is that like on the lead up to this i was like all right who's cutting this who's even we all agree this is great i know them with my hip hop third eye, we're all gonna go resounding yes, right? And isn't it more live, fucked up that we're keeping it, but we're not thrilled about it? Does that yeah, almost hurt right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like so, like the like live on the podcast, you made me feel the way I feel every episode <laughs> of this thing. So gotta say that this is a good show. Um, nah, this is a phenomenal. You keep this one. This is a. Yo, what do you like? What else do you want, Stillmatic, to start with? You know what I mean? Like, what else could he do? What the beat like makes you like? For me, again, I guess like again, I was a kid too, so I was really swept up in the like 
Nas resurgence underdog vibes, right? So like this, the joint gives me this like, and it's like the perfect rhyme. Like it's like the perfect the way rhyme, to start. The rhyme is good. The rhyme yeah. is great. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so like the beat is more like just a canvas enough for him to say those things. Like, you know, wiping my shirt. Like he's like coming, you know, rising out the ashes. It's like, that's exactly what it is. You know, like he really sets the tone for like what he was like. It's a mission statement for the rest of what this album is supposed to be. And when Which is I what a good play, intro should do. Yeah. And when I Whoa. hit play, that's what I want. Like, I was hoping for that. And then it was the most delivering of something I was hoping for, like, ever. You know? I was like, yes. Ex- you this were, is what you, you were supposed were, to say. Let me say. ask you, Joe. You were quoting this record earlier, right? You were saying. Yeah. This is the-. So, as you were talking, I kept thinking to myself, I don't remember this fucking lyric. Like, every time you said it, I'm thinking, I don't remember this. You know why? Because I skipped this song all the fucking time. And my my <laughs> listening to Stillmatic always starts with, got yourself a gun. Like, it, just, <laughs> yo, it just starts there. Let's not get it. Let's not get it. Yeah, yo, come on. Wait, well. wait. Yeah, no, listen, it's a keep. Stillmatic intro is a keep. It's the best first song in Nas's whole catalog. Oh, get oh, the whole fuck okay. out of here. Now, down. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Name hold a better one. Hold on, hold on, What's the best you, first Sean, song you in wanted Nas? To, you wanted to go forward just now, and we're not going to do that. We have to stop. It's hold always on. backwards, stupid. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, <laughs> Joe. I just just to, before Midas gets into this side tangent, I, I think that Midas and I, the only part that we agree with everything you just said is that yeah, you gotta keep it. <laughs> yeah, no right. other nothing. Yeah, we all know yeah, that's fine, bro. The that's best what? first track. What, what's the best first Nas song? Okay, so number one, literally number one, not the oh I skipped the intro and that's the first song. The no, first the thing that first I song. hear on um, it was written is better than this by by. Leaps and bounds. The beat uh, that comes the, on the skit? on that intro, <laughs> the 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 slave like skit that's better beat, than this the song. Beat, the beat that comes on after the slave skit, which is, is it still a in better, the first track, is it a better song? Guys, okay, we can. It was not a song. Yeah, it's not a song, and this is Thank not the, my 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 partner here. You're not taking the right strategy here. Get down by Nas is incredible. That's a this great no, opening good track. Argument. That's, the sec- no, that's the second yeah. best one. That's the second best. <laughs> that's the second you know best Nas first no, song. Joe, you, know you are proving yeah. yourself early to be an unreliable narrator. <laughs> nah, what? Because y'all agree? Wait, hold on. Because y'all agree? I'm wrong. Nah, fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, All right. Let me see if optics could produce a no, no, Joe no. This track. <laughs> I got yeah. it in the talk. I've already wrote it. I have the first four. I'm ready. Oh God. All right. Oh, so cool. we're keeping it, but we're very divided about it. But we're all voting to keep it. Yeah, we all agree. We all agree, and we've never been more at odds than this before. <laughs> um, so that takes us to track two, which Midas doesn't acknowledge, but it was produced by Ron Browse, and the song is called Ether. What's up, niggas? Hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love my uh, style, nigga. Uh, uh, Jay-Z. Uh, uh, fuck with your soul like ether. Well, Teach you the king, you know you. Nah. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race. Brace uh, yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an age. Let me just state very quickly. It's, I, I, don't, I, I don't not acknowledge this song. I'm just saying I like Got Yourself a Gun as a first track better than the other songs, but I just want to be clear. All right, go ahead. And to be fair, a song like this is such 
it's so encapsulated in its time that it's hard to really be like, you know what I'm in the mood for? The the Jay-Z diss song yeah, from no, 2001. No oh, um, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, like, okay, look, we want to talk about underwhelming beats. This is also one that like just is grating to every part of my fiber. I've never liked this beat. But you're not listening to this song for the beat. You're listening to this song for the, you know, venomous takedown of one of the most popular rappers at the time by his neck and neck opponent. And this song is, as we stated kind of in the intro, this is like the spirit of the album. This is sort of like what is driving everything surrounding the album. So yeah, you got to keep Ether for me. For me, it's a keep. Um, but again, it's this speaks to my opinion on this album. It's a keep for a song that I never want to listen to and also will skip past. But, you know, this was this was like really, I think, one of the great hip hop diss songs of its time. Certainly we can say of the decade because it was early. But like, you know. I can't really, what, what was like the previous to this, what was like the first major on the radar diss of a mainstream rapper? Like, like you could say like Common's the bitch in you, but even that wasn't really like, you know, uh, on, on such a huge scale of radar. Yeah, so, you gotta go back to LL or some shit. Yeah. Well, so, no, nah, I mean, you go to hit him up. I mean, that's where you go. Oh, uh, yeah, hit but, him up. But, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, but, fair enough. And, you, and you then, right, of course, right. you have Cannabis yeah. and L, even though Cannabis wasn't as high a profile, but it was dissing L. Hey, right. man. You know what, Joe? Let me let you bust off right quick. Let me let you, let me let you. <laughs> All right, listen. It's too, for a lot of the things Sean said, it's too historic to cut. It's too, it means too much. Now, we all surely can agree Ron, Ron Browse jumped out the window with this one and died. <laughs> he, like, this was the, like, the war, like, again, Similarly, I guess to the the beat of the first song, it's like it, it's not so much the beat that it is like you don't. It's not about the beat. It's about what the fire that made him make this album. Essentially, it's like without this, you don't like. Again, we all none of us I I can assume go back and say, oh, I'm gonna listen to either right now. But like, yo, it meant so much. It's like, yo, they did a poll on Hot 97, yo. Who what, who y'all got? You got Ether or you got Super Ugly? Like what do we like? You know what I'm saying? And in the like Takeover Ether battle, like of course Takeover is like a better beat and all that shit. But it's not. It's not what the thing is. The crux of it is that Ether fucking means something. Yo, there was a concert right when this came out, and Nas in Middle Central Park. Quick story. I'm fucking fourteen or some shit or fifteen. Yo, we go to this shit. And son, he performed Ether, and yo, like it was, it, we were all 15. Yeah. I would have died, bro. I would have died. We died. Right we there. all died. It just yeah. meant so much. It's too historic to cut. This song fucking sucks, but it's too historic <clears throat> to cut. You can't cut it. So, you can't. I've so got, far, we're making got, a really strong argument for if, a Nas acapella album. <laughs> yo, shit is hard. Shit is guys, hard, though. It's hard. For all the listeners who've never been a part of my Twitch, where the making nomadic concept started. I did an entire Twitch episode on this song, on, <laughs> on Ether. I'm talking, I did two hours on Ether. Ether is the greatest diss song of all time. And I have a, I have a, I have a, a lot of reasons why I say that. You know what? I would, as an MC, I would never want to rap on this beat. 
I hate the beat. But here's what's funny. I don't want Ether over any other beat. Like I heard, I heard the Ninth Wonder remix, and I was like, the Ninth Wonder remix is murdering this joint just as a production. He did it on, he had tacked it on to the end of um God Stepson. Yeah. Right? And it was like, ooh, that's what you could do to Ether? Like, that's crazy. But I don't prefer that version over over Ether. And the reason why is because as bad as the beat is or as odd as the beat is, there's just nothing in rap history that's ever sounded like Ether. It's the it is an anomaly. It is an odd rock with a color that you've never seen before that you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't even know if I like it or if I don't. But it is the most perfectly formatted rap song I've ever heard in my life for like a beat. Let's let's let me let me quickly stay. I'm not gonna go full two hours here, but doo doo fuck Jay Z. What's up, niggas? That's how the song starts. It's the greatest fucking like out the gate. Doo doo fuck Jay Z. What's yeah. up, niggas? I'm like. Just right there, it's the best this song ever. We didn't even get to the bars yet. And, and cra- I'm just like, what's crazy? crazy. They were they, And they were trading a lot of subliminals at first. So it's the first time he addresses Jay-Z straight ahead. Every right. quotable. It's amazing. Yo, every, Jay-Z, TakeOver's a better record. The yes. disses on TakeOver are better. The beat is better, but it's not better. And it's like, how does the sum of its parts not equal whatever? It's well, because everything Nas says on this, every single thing he says, whether it is technically ill or not. It's hilarious. Is hilarious. And <laughs> you will hilarious. never forget it for the entirety of your life. And I think also part of that, too, is that TakeOver, if we're taking TakeOver and Ether as the first public, like fully non-subliminal disses, Jay-Z's is cool and dismissive. Nas is kind of pissed and He's just mad. Hurt. He's mad. Yeah, he's just dissing he's him. Mad. This reminds yeah. me of the Hush shows, the or, you know, back in the day, the, the Orlando hip-hop shows we used to go to where the best MC didn't always win the battle. Right. The guy who was funny would win the battle. Right. Or the right. guy who the guy who had the best disses. Or like, who performed or who performed the best. Who like performed Super, it best. Supernat and Juice. It's like the same kind of thing. It's like the performance of it all made it what it was. It's the same as the he performance. He said, you love my style. Like I, you don't forget it. it. Like you don't forget no lines on this entire joint. And again, he's still in the he's still in the ad libs at the beginning. Like, yo, it's it's the ad libs are crazy. He like, did say he could do two hours on this song. So and, yes, it, and Ron tracks. Browse, for as bad as the beat is, it's I, I, so I had this conversation with somebody uh, yesterday about this Rock Marcy Alchemist album that just came out, and people were telling me that um, they feel I, I was hearing um, I love it, and people were saying that they were underwhelmed by what Alchemist did on the record production wise, and I'm going. Nah, bro, sometimes when you when you got a super MC, you got to give him a production that lets him get off. Like, Al didn't try to get in Rock's way a lot. He gave Rock space. And I feel like this Ether record, Nas had space. Right. Nas had Correct. space. Correct. And, it's, and now, Nas has tried to rap over beats like this many times, and it doesn't always work. It actually mostly doesn't work. Right. But I think he was so angry and the topic was so official that in this case, it just it just works. It just works really well. I remember where I was, to Joe's point, when 
I not 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 just when I first heard it. When I heard of it, I remember where I was. I was at an apartment complex, leaving uh, playing basketball, and my homeboy was like, "Yo, on your way out, stop by my apartment. Nas just dropped a diss record on Jay." And I was like, "What? That's huge. That's like, huge. What? Like." Are you serious right now? And it was a nasty bootleg that it had yeah. all kind of hissing. That's how I heard really it too. It was like and a I, trust. And I was just like, same. <laughs> like Yo, this is crazy. Like this. And then when it starts, just my last point, for you to get that message, like there's a Nas Jay-Z diss, you're like, oh shit, let me hear it. And then when he presses play, you hear, do do fuck Jay-Z. What's up, nigga? I'm like, yo, <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy. best line. <laughs> so yo, so this man, this is a unanimous keep. keep. This oh, is it's a unanimous. super keep. Yeah, keep. All right. It's a, it's a super keep. It's we're my keeping favorite it. this song ever. All right. So we're going on to the third track produced by Megahertz. It was a single from the album Got Yourself a Gun. Woo! Got yourself a gun. You from the hood, I hope ya. You want beef, hope ya. And when I see you, I'ma take what I want. So you try to front, hope ya. You ain't real, hope ya. My first album had no famous guest appearances. The outcome, fire. Crown the best lyricist. Many years, especially especially following the song that precedes it, where it's it's kind of like dripping with that same like swagger of like yeah he's like coming out the gate talking about yo are you fucking serious I'm Nas you know my first album was Illmatic right right I'm Nas motherfucker what the fuck are you talking about I mean the spirit of Ether informs a lot of the songs on this album even when it's not as obvious and yeah to me this is this is this is great. Yeah, this is great rapping. Like, it's a cool beat. Again, but not my favorite type of beat it, it, for my own personal taste, but for the purpose of what it's there to do, uh, I, I think it's dope. It's a keep for me. If you in the Lex Coop, this joint hit real crazy in the, in the Lex Coop. It hit crazy in the Lex Coop. So, yeah, nah. It's, it, yeah, this joint, it's a, it's a super keep for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you the, feel me? You know yeah, but that's a, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great two thousand one ass beat. Yes, you know? it's like <laughs> that's funny. such a fucking two thousand and one. And to me, the 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 track listing of it really works. It's like Sean said. It's like so he's like, listen, fuck Jay Z. I'm the fucking. It's me. I'm the king of New York. And then this is like. This song is, this is why I'm the king of New York. It's yeah. Like, I'm back at the top. Got The kid got his chip tooth fix. Yeah. This, is, this it. is the statement record. That's why I feel like it's a yeah. great, it would have been a, a great first song. Because it's it does all the statements. My first it. album has no famous guest appearances. Yeah, the yeah, The kid yeah. got his chip tooth fix. It's got the soprano sample. Like, you know, it just kind of has yeah. all the elements to me, but. Yeah, it bops too much to be the first one, but I, I, but agreed though. Like fair yeah. enough, it's like it's just big statement record. Yeah, Keep, super statement for record. sure. Keep it. Yeah, we don't got to say much else about it. Um, we're gonna move on to the fourth track. It is smoking, produced by Nas and Precision. Well, we already know where <laughs> this is going. To the earth. Now tell me what y'all smoking? What kind of heat y'all holding? Well, it's your creep move potent. I got a bunch of bullets in the bag of guns. I'll pass them to my niggas. Come on. We by coasting. Keeping our pockets bulging. We got the plan in motion. I got a bunch of Well, I mean, we had three <laughs> unanimous keeps thus far. Uh, but I have a feeling... 
that that streak ends here with smoking. Zoom Whoa. from out of space he comes. As soon as it said produced by Nas, I was out. It sounds, it sounds like it was, it sounds like it was produced by Nas. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty unremarkable for a variety of reasons. But, I mean, it's the beat, and it's not even just the beat, but just nah, the vibe and the character yeah. of the beat. Is this, yeah. like, sort of him, like, what is this a response to? Like, what, what, what sound is he sort of trying to... So Nas does this often, and honestly, as, a, as an artist, I... I I don't hate it. I, like I res, I respect the idea that Nas be trying shit, bro. Yeah. Nas will have a fucking idea. Nas will want to execute the idea, and he doesn't always hit a home run on those ideas. But I'm not mad at the fact that he just be trying shit. Like one thing about Nas is that you're not gonna get a whole album of everything you expected every single time. Like when you get a Mob Deep album, you know what you're getting. With Nas, you're going to get three songs that you're like, whoa, where did you even fucking get that idea from? Yeah, you, and, you, might, know, you might like get an you might wins. get an, an Al Jarreau rap. <laughs> you, you might get, you, you might get the joint. Every time somebody talks about bad Nas songs, the first thing that somebody says to me is, "Hey, what's that one Nas song with the nah, shit? You know, hip hop Nas, Like, you know, Nas be trying shit, bro. Like, I can't even be mad at him. But you, you want to talk about the tropes of like weird, like backpack underground, like <laughs> strange rap? Like Nas has has done as out weirded anybody on, on, <laughs> on any of these other underground labels or anything like who does that yeah but yeah, i mean zoom zoom from out of space he came out of space yo he the third yo listen this fucking song sucks like it's bad it's whatever it's <laughs> it's like listen funny ass chorus mad instructions on the third verse put your hand over your heart and raise your hand and say i will pledge that it's just a lot like nas did he was high he was smoking <laughs> he, he was, was smoking, smoking. He was for sure high. This is like, I he was so, and it was hot. It was like you get so high and you make a song, and you're like, oh, this is the greatest fucking shit ever. And, you, and the neck, and it's the probably next his day, favorite song on the record. Facts, yo, that day for sure. Like, yo, this is <laughs> that day. <laughs> yo, unanimous, yo, unanimous cut. We cut this shit. Yeah, it's He's out. like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I think good. I really pushed the artistic envelope on smoking. Uh, <laughs> I hope people are more into that on the reissue, uh, the 50-year anniversary. <laughs> poor precision, because you know Nas was just over. So, yo, do this, make, yo, do the little, like, you know, sound like a make, make it Make it sound like Mars, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right, <laughs> unanimous cut, which means we're going into the next track, produced by Large Professor. It's You're the Man. But I understand the truth is all lame. I hold cannons that shoot balls of flame Right in they fat mouth then I call my name Nas too real, Nas true king It's however you feel, go ahead you swing Your arms too short to box with God I don't kill soloists, only kill squads Fame went to the head, so now it's fuck Nas Large fucking pro yo It's the most Nas ass Nas song ever It's so like contemplative It's, he's talk addressing everyone and you at the same time it's like large pro caught a fucking body on this joint is you gotta keep it bro you gotta yo arms too short the box with god it's it's enough like that alone people have quoted that for years and years and years it's that's it yo you keep it you gotta keep this joint guys i fucking hate this beat i hate this beat I hate this beat. I don't, and I love Large Professor. I love. I mean, it doesn't Large sound Professor. like a traditional Large Pro beat, but 
hate this beat? It doesn't sound like a traditional large pro beat because it's not a good beat. Like, oh, no, like, yo, you're bugging. Come on. The drums, the drums are whack. The, the, the sound design on the drums are really like out of place. And uh, and again, okay, but I can admit more of my biases. Was not really into the cinematic mafioso string type things, and there is that sort of like cinematic epicness. Like the, the, these, these, this is gonna yeah. make you feel something in your heart and soul. Like nah, like show, don't tell, fam. Like that, that's what I want from from these beats. Oh, so man. it is a cut to me because oh. uh, I, you know I I want to like it more because it's Nas in Large Pro. But Ugh. we have another song that does that, so you know we're we're, we're going to get to that. But for me, it is a vote to cut. And but Ooh. but it's not despite despite that, I recognize that like on the mic, Nas is not the problem here. So it's although I have a strong dislike for the beat, this is not a, a super venomous cut for me. I'm like, it. You just it, kept it, you just kept two Nas joints that you hated the beat. <laughs> <laughs> like just like probably like thirty seconds ago. I mean, much <laughs> much insane. like Nas, I'm a man who contains multitudes, and I'm complicated. So, yeah. <laughs> so let me just be clear: you would keep this over. I mean, excuse me, you would cut this over Stillmatic intro. Yeah. Oh, you're super wild. Yeah, bugging out. Hundred percent. <laughs> And this show is crazy. And this is just a show. This whole show is, yo, Sean and Midas are ridiculous, bro. This whole show. And that's what it is. Honestly, I'm only here. Look, I don't even, I didn't even really want to do something. I just wanted to get on the show to tell y'all, y'all are bugging out. You guys are wow. insane. Nah, you're the man. I Joe, Joe lifts his shirt and he's got like a bomb strapped to him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. like this is just for me to, 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 ship for, to, to be the platform. Yeah, you're, like, you're the man is crazy, bro. Like it's it's yeah. a crazy record. Um, the beat is crazy. You know, for me as a writer, like I love it when I get a drum pattern that I don't hear all the time. Like that's great. So like I like how these drums swing because. You know, there's a lot of regular ass drum patterns, and this is a little bit of a different drum pattern, especially for, for Large Pro, right? Like yeah. Large Pro stays really to the breaks, you know. And um, I like the the cinematicness to it. I like the do, do, do. like you know, it's just it's it's ill. I would this is definitely a keep for me, and and I'm so glad that that you're here, Joe, so that we don't have to actually <laughs> cut this one because that would that would hurt my heart. Yeah, for sure. I recognize I got my biases, guys. It's fine. Like it. Like I, I'm, I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm staying true to myself. You know, that's, that, that's what I got to do. So we're going to move into the next song that is also produced by Large Pro. It is called Rewind. Pull up a chair, honey, put it in the air, son. Dog, whatever they call you, God, just listen. I spit a story backwards, it starts at the ending. The bullet goes back in the gun. The bullet holes closing his chest of a nigga. Now he back to square one, screaming, shoot, don't please. I put my fifth back on my hip. It's like a VCR rewinding the hit. He put his hands back on his bitch. My caravan doors. Open up, I jump back in the van and close the show. So here's the thing. It's a really great concept. The beat isn't special for Large Pro, especially coming off of your demand, right? So it's like to me, your demand is like Large Pro come like, hey y'all, I'm still here. It's like his like, yo, I'm around in the 2000s beat. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> Hey, I'm not, around in the 2000s. Nah, yeah, beat. like not well, not for nothing. Like nah, you I know, it. yeah. So like and at the time, it's like I got. I actually have no problem with this song, but to me, it breaks up a great pairing with the tracks before and after. So it's like if you're the man and the neck and one mic go together, it works better than 
with rewind kind of breaks it up. It's like not as like a great of a pairing. So to me, it's more of a cut because it's just not as strong as the two joints that precede it and come after it. So, so is your vote to cut or keep? Um, I'm cutting it. Uh, rewind gets cut. I love it, but it's it, it gets cut. Like it's a great concept, but I, I just think it's just not a strong ass song. It's it's oh god. It's a legendary concept. It's no, not, it's no, not for a, sure. Hundred percent. It's not a great concept. It's a legendary concept, and it's not more legendary than his gun one. <clears throat> okay, so let me let me throw this at you. You you grew up in New York. Want to raise? All right, literally. So me, this is like yeah, a, <laughs> yeah. Like so let me so let me throw this at you. Let me throw this at you because I I was born in New York. I didn't. I was not raised in New York. Right. Okay. So, I was also born in New York, was not raised in New York. Just, just, let's just be clear. Okay. So when you talk to people outside of New York about Nas, there's one of five things there, especially if they're not just like Nas aficionados. I'm just talking about regular rap fans. Right. Anybody. You could be, let's say your favorite rapper in that era or whatever. Like, let's say you were into mystical. And they said, yo, man, you fuck with Nas? This is what some, one of five might say this. <clears throat> yo, you talking about that dude that did that song backwards, cuz? No, no, you're right. Like, you're right. that's what this record is. Yeah, it's like, true. everybody knew, like, oh, this dude did a song backwards. And even if you weren't fucking with no Nas songs, like, my, one of my best friends, he don't care about nothing Nas ever did. When I wanna play Nas, he's like, hey, put on that backwards shit. <laughs> like, that's just crazy. Like, he rapped backwards. Like, th- that was one of the few times where, like, a gimmick really worked. Where no, it was like, sure. 100%. holy shit. And then I think he did the right job with it because it's very short. He doesn't OD on it and turn it into a whole song with a hook and all types of extra shit. It's a concise reverse story. The, 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 the idea is crazy. And then the beat, again, it's one of those beats that it is the space to do that. Like, I don't even think Nas comes up with that idea with a better beat than that. No, so, no doubt. I just think it's only crime is that it comes after you're the man mm. and it's before one mic. That's my only well, problem. Well, I've always looked at it as like a, it's funny, but it's so short. It's almost like an interlude. It's almost like an interlude. That's kind of how I've always looked at it, but I cannot cut it. It's impossible. All right. So then it comes down to me. And who knows Screaming, what the fuck I'm going to do. Please, you know? <laughs> Screaming, shoot, don't please. I, uh, I like this song because I like anytime anybody puts a lot of concerted effort and uh, concept behind something. And I think this is something that he hadn't really done before. I haven't really heard anybody else do it before. Um, the beat does not really bother me in the way. I don't think it's spectacular. I don't think it's going in the large professor highlight reel. Like, you know, like it's, it's fine. He, he was around in the 2000s. That's the, all he was trying to do with that beat. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a keep for me because I think Shot that it's important. It's important to, to keep this in here because if we're going to insist, even amongst a lot of 
frequent evidence that sometimes Nas is, uh, you know, not the greatest in terms of like some of the, the choices he makes for him to do something like this and pull it off so well and do it in the position that he's in is admirable. Because also I want to say, I can't think of this song without also thinking of another record that I believe came out a year later, which is a very underground record, which is J Live's All of the Above. And J Live is somebody who I think is very underrated. And that record in particular, and, and as well as the best part had uh, one or two songs like this, but J Live does conceptual things like this that I've never heard anybody do before or since. And like, you know, showing my underground colors here. Like, I think that like, any of the songs that I'm referring to with J-Live shits on this song in terms of pulling off a bugged out concept. But Nas is not J-Live. Nas is focusing his efforts into wider, you know, scope of yeah, audiences and, and stuff. So to that, to that argument that you're making, though, like it's the difference between like there's this kid on Instagram that does dunks that does better dunks than every dunk I've ever seen on a dunk contest. Like out of control, the greatest dunks of all time. But he's not LeBron. And if LeBron <laughs> does a regular dunk, I'm more interested in that than this kid's out of control dunk. I mean, he's Nas. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. like yell, shoot, don't please. You know? <laughs> no, you know what? No doubt about it. Like, I'm not mad at that. Like, again, and I guess like not to argue against myself, but I like again, I, I love the joint. It's just the it's the fact it's that just like, the placement. That and but like I, I agree with what Sean is saying. Like, I think it's that like, yo, and what gives this bonus points is that like yeah, J Live is trying shit because nobody's fucking listening to J Live. But Nas is on the world stage. Yeah, you know? that's true. So for yeah. not like I'm at Jay Z doesn't take chances. Why? Because he's smart. He's like I'm gonna I'm not gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna win chances. all the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna take artistic chances. You know, until like Blueprint Two, where right. meet the parents. You know, like oh, I could tell a story. Y'all like Nas for telling stories. Watch this. And then he tells a story, which is good, but it's not, you know, it's like, all right. Whatever. Yeah, but even but like the parents the- is not really a concept. It's more just like a storytelling with a twist at the end. Whereas like this is this is a different category. This is a concept. And, and no, I no, will not sure. tolerate J Live slander either, by the way. I might <laughs> no, even, no, I, no, I might no, even, no, I might no, even no, cut I that love, out because no, no, no. no say it to his face. Keep, the, keep that same No, energy. no, no, no. Listen, I'm gonna I love this clip. I'm going to send him this clip. No, listen. I love Say it to his face. No, 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 no. Listen, I love J Live, but J Live can do chances because fucking no one, it's not the same. It's, Two different levels. It's the keys the kid on Instagram. Nas is LeBron. We, yeah, you know. All right, so we're we're keeping it, uh, which means we're moving on to our next song. Also, a single uh, released from the album produced by Nas and Chucky Thompson for the Hitmen. It is one. Shout out to the Hitmen. We keep showing them love on this. Yeah, I mean they were they, they were, were doing their thi- they, they were around in the nineties and they were around, around in the two thousands. Yeah. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things as sun did pure. Like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip of okay. This is a this is a stylistic concept that I, you know, don't think really I can't recall having really been done, and certainly not by an artist of his. This caliber. is like three concepts in one. Right. Like it's stylistic, then it's like what's actually happening. Like there's a, a couple concepts here. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's like a lot of the stuff we've already been saying. It's like for what it's worth, <clears throat> it's not Nas 
on this album to me is where he tries the most shit and like like his first like yo I'm trying mad shit cause I might not get another shot I might lose this battle so fuck it I'm gonna try shit like and like this is uh, like a really like even if it's a bit corny it's like it benefited from the Hitman arrangement production style like it this is a great song this is you know if you're talking to your man one of the joints that they bring up is this one too? This is this is one. My, this is the song that if they didn't know Nas or like Nas, that wasn't. If I ruled the world, this is the other song that people like from Nas. I think this is like this that rem- they remember. It's like ah, one mic, right? The guy, one mic. You know, it's one of the Nas joints that just comes up if you just happen to talk about Nas. It is. Let me yeah, ask. So. Let me ask. Why do you? What is it about the song that you think makes it? slightly if not inherently kind of corny like what what do you think it is uh, i i think it's the pure like a cup of virgin blood <laughs> like i don't know it's, it's, i don't know it's just you know like he's it's pure, the it's the like it's all the blood. all the hushed parts are so like he's setting <laughs> the scene and that's it's yeah it's a little bit corny but it but it works because he's trying to build to the end and and then the arrangement the I love I love the joint, man. It's great. I don't go back and it's not one of my go back to you know listens and all that, but it's still like it's one of his best joints in his canon, bro. It's phenomenal. Mm. I hate this fucking song. I hate it with a passion. <laughs> like I, I hate it. I hate it. And here's the thing: I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> Yo, this and show gonna, is crazy, bro. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. This is one song where I have to step outside of my own biases. Thank you. Thank you. And just go, you know what? I hate it. Yes, yeah, Sean. I, Listen. I don't think I don't think every I know everybody else doesn't hate it. Yes. I know a lot of people love it. Right. And I even can understand why people love it. Thank and you. And I hate it. Like I hate it. I hate all of it. I hate a cup of virgin blood. I hate right. uh, the whispering. I the hate math. The, the math part. The math. I hate it's the six beat. one in the U. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> no. I hate the beat. I hate the like the way you were talking about Sean about <clears throat> the mafioso shit. I hate like revolution songs. I've always hated revolution songs. Yeah. So like any like put your fist up. We yeah, run, yeah. like I'm dead on all that shit. So like <laughs> this this hits all the boxes of like personal <laughs> shit that Midas hates in a rap song. Yo, so, this is peak Koofy Nas though. This is yeah, has I, I, I really on. hate it. I hate it so much. And like I, and then I also hated how everybody loved it. I hated that too. Like, <laughs> I hated like, yo, you heard one mic? Like, just shut up, man. Shit is trash, bro. Like, I hated that shit. So, well, without that though, I'm gonna vote to keep it. Well, and I think, I think too, what it is uh, is that anything that tries so earnestly and wears on its sleeve what it's trying and aspiring Oof, to be yeah. is really grating. It's a reason why it, to step out of like uh, the hip hop space for a second. This is why I've never really fucked with the band U two because U two like aims to make like anthemic like the anthems biggest, and, yeah. and like I hate that shit. I don't mind songs that become anthemic become like, anthems, but like I don't like. The blatant aiming for that. So let me just say, I don't like this song. <laughs> I <laughs> don't like. No, I don't on. like the beat. I am not really into it as a concept. Like what he's doing, I do think it's corny. 
I didn't like the video. I never I understood. Hate the video too. No, I the never, video is mine. I never, I never really understood like why this was so like you know attached onto, except for I guess the general chip on your shoulder belief that you have that like most people are just fucking stupid. But like, <laughs> all of that said. I'm voting to keep it. And You're in you, the same boat with me. Is, and if you ever needed more ammunition as to why my belief of like not being a Nas stan like needs no further support, it's the fact that we all don't like this song, and yet somehow it's making the cut on this album. But so how great is me, Nas? So tell me. So tell me how great is Nas then? So great that you fucking oh, I hate this, but I gotta keep it because I know I I'm mean, bugging. Well, that, that's certainly Stop one playing. way to look. That's certainly one Stop way to playing. look. Stop playing. How good is Nas? We don't keep songs we don't like, even if you don't like. If you don't like them, cut it. That's all. The whole speech is bullshit. Cut it. Well, we got we got to keep it to ten, bro. We got to keep it to ten. Yeah, and there's right, definitely then. worse songs on here. But I, I will say, man, like there's outside of the, let me just be clear. Outside of the stylistic <laughs> reasons, I hate it. I would like it. Like I, I like. So let me give the, let me give the point. Like like if you could directly compare it to Rewind, Rewind is <clears throat> a concept record. Yeah. It's just stylistically one I like versus stylistically one I don't. You know but, what I'm know, saying? But I don't think that either one are done bad. I just don't like one of them. Fair, <laughs> you know no, fair enough. No, fair enough if it comes down to that. Like, fair enough. Yeah. I just think that, like, what, what it is, especially in this combo, is, like, it's coming off of Rewind. So it's, like, two concept songs, right? So back to back. I just think that Rewind just isn't, like, again, it's more of an interlude to a concept song. It's a, it's a concept interlude to a concept song. I just think that, like, one mic has over Rewind that it is arranged and it's this, like, big cinematic joint. So so in comparison to that thought process is Marin C because Marin C is a bad concept record. Like, <laughs> One Mic's not a bad concept record. It's just one I don't really like. Yeah, man. See, hip hop was hiding in a trench. That's bad. What's crazy that's, is that's, like that's a bad hip hop. I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about when you said Marin C. I was like, oh, is this like is this no, an album cut on like Street Disciple that I don't remember? Or something? <laughs> I knew immediately. I was like, what's funny is no one no no one calls it its name. No one calls it. I don't know it. the name. It's called, no who, one who calls it. it. Who killed, who killed it? it? Everyone oh. calls it Marin C. Yeah, because no you, you know why? Because the the song's title is a question: Who killed it? And nobody like. Nas did not kill it with that. So everybody- yeah, he did not kill it. He did that, or he killed it. Yeah, like, we don't, we don't ever want to see it again. All right, so, so much, are we unanimous? Yeah, much like the first song on this album, yeah, we we, we are keeping it, and we feel fucked up, about, or, but like ether. But uh, yeah, we're gonna move on to the next track produced by DJ Premier. It's Second Childhood. Explode my thoughts were drunken from courts of beers was years back before Nasir would explore career and rap as a music dude. I mastered this Rubik's Cube. Godzilla for gargantua eyes glued to the tube was a long time ago. John Boy Ice, Geronimo Polite jumping out Chrysler's easy wide. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? Gotta cut it. Gotta cut it. You first listening to this album? When you first listening to this album? Because I. I remember just going through the tracks and it's like when you get when you go through that first seven joints and you're like, OK, this is what this is. And then you and then that comes on. You're like, holy shit, bro, because there's some good moments, regardless of what we say and disagree about. There's some good moments and some not so great moments 
prior to that song. That song is like, what the fuck? Why couldn't we just be sitting at this mountaintop for seven straight songs? Like, right. this is amazing. And it's the beat. I do think a lot of it is the beat. I think that the vibe of the beat is just, it, it, the minute you hear it, you're just transfixed and like, I will listen to anything that is said. And then not only not only <laughs> yeah. is he like delivering on it well, but like the concept of it is really yeah. dope too. So it's- It really like, is. It's an excellent pairing. And, it, you know, I, I mean- God, we wish that he worked with Primo more. You know, it's just like, this is one of those instances where it's just like, ah, oh, like, I, I understand that you want to fucking push the envelope and try things, but God damn it, like, you have such a fucking great, like, formula yeah. here when you work with this guy who also happens to be, it's not even like, yeah, you're working with this guy who's a weird underdog that happens to do well. You're working no, with he's also the, the like, greatest, greatest of all time. The greatest yeah. of all time, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's funny, like, one, one other thing I got to add, it's a keep for me, obviously, but like, you know, in the early stages of your old Druk, when there was a slight rumor that yeah. we thought, and there was a rumor that we thought it might be Nas. Yeah. To me, it was like, yo, I think this might actually be Nas. And it's just him rapping over dope beats that he otherwise <laughs> would ignore. And this, this is like the, the, the epitome of like what would happen if he actually did that on the albums to me. I'm not saying it sounds specifically like a year old Drew song or anything like that, but like, it's just this song as much, as much like vitriol as I might like have for this artist and this album. It's because when I hear songs like this and That's songs the from the first album, Nas, it just, it hurts my heart because it's so fucking good. That's the whole thing about Nas is that. Nas's highs allow for you to just, this is like the way that some people might go, you know what, bro? Like, <clears throat> I don't like a lot of Nas songs. So I'm not fucking with Nas. It's like, yeah, but the best Nas songs are the best songs ever. <coughs> yep. Like, you do, <laughs> like, the yep. best Nas songs are the best songs ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, the worst Nas songs are not great, but the best ones are better than everybody's songs. Right. And that's that's where we're at. Like this this song is perfect. Yeah, it's straight heat. This is just heat. It's one of Primo's best beats. Like maybe five, one of the best five Primo beats, I'd say. Uh it's not a shitty scratch hook, because at the time, like that's now peak primo bad in New York City, you know, like in this you're of the uh, You're of the Cypher Sound School. I know he, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got a record of right. not being a fan right. of that like, right. second wave, yeah. Yeah, and it's, again, yeah, it's a great, and again, so this is three straight concept songs, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like about something, it, the fucking, it's just, it's just great. People, Bryson, like, ass sample, like, to take People, Bryson to make that, that shit is fucking phenomenal, bro. We love it. We love it. It's a unanimous keep. So the next song then that, <laughs> that brings us to is Destroy and Rebuild, produced by Baby Paul and Mike Risco. He had a moss pill and a little boy smile. Depressed has a complex, his mouth was foul. You need to stay a while, I feel like telling some stories. First is this arrogant fuck, his name's Corey. Hung around my man's Lakey and Big Trevor. Trevor still locked up, Lake's getting his cheddar. Corey changed his name to R, uh, whatever. 
Uh, you, yo. <laughs> it's like the it's such a funny flow to be dissing his entire hood over. <laughs> like, like it's like the greatest flow ever. Like this bad like impression of Slick Rick like flow to be like like dissing the entire queens. <laughs> like like fuck all of y'all. Corn chip called you know Sir Lancelot. <laughs> like you know, no. the beat is horrid. This is straight garbage, but rest in peace, Prodigy, though. What's funny is that he, like, kind of disses Prodigy, but it's just like, yo, like, at the end, when he's doing this long speech, he's like, ah, but just get it together. Like, I fuck with you. Just get it together. <laughs> like, so, fuck this fucking song. This shit is horseshit. Um, I wrote to keep it. And <laughs> while I don't disagree that it is not a good beat, it, we've certainly voted to keep songs that are also pretty bad beats on this album thus far. I like it because it's, you know, I like that energy of where Nas was at on this album, where he was coming at people's necks. And I like I like the Slick Rick homage. I like how matter of fact it is. It's like Nas is, is if we want to talk about experimentation and styles, Nas is like foaming at the mouth, mad ether, and then like smooth, cool, calm, collected, and totally dismissive in a way that like would really <laughs> fuck somebody up in a battle if it was on stage. Just like how matter of factly, he's like, you are all children to me. We just talked yeah. about second childhood. Like this is an adult and like, I am dismissing all of you like effortlessly. I mean, look, I I'm not gonna like, you know, lie on the cross, like in the hate me now video for it. But uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a keep for me. Boom, from out of space he came. <laughs> <laughs> it's a keep. It's a keep. Oh, y'all are fucking it's a ridiculous. <laughs> um, all right, so how can I best explain this record? This album has a ton of these moments. So as we're going through it, I'm just like, wow, this has a ton of these moments. The it, This is a lot like Ether to me in a sense of, it's I'm not, and I'm not talking about the, the 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 raps and the concept and shit. I mean, in a sense that it works with the beat that's there. Like that doesn't mean I think the beat is good, but like it works with that beat. Like that actually makes sense to me. It the 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 lightness of it that the gives way to the to the the concept of that record. Like if if you were to just give if if you were to just give Nas the concept, like if Nas would say to come up to a producer, go up to Optics and say, yo, I want to do this song called Destroy and Rebuild, where I I talk about um, you know, how we've got to tear down Queens Bridge and rebuild it, but I want to do it in this really like slick rick way of like when you explain it that way, that beat works. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that beat works in that in that fashion. So, with that being said, love the rhymes on it. I I, I genuinely like how how hilariously dismissive it is. I like I like diss songs. That's a different kind of diss song because these are the kind of diss songs that make me uncomfortable. This this song makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> 
it's it's you know what it is it's it's playfully poisonous yeah because it's, it's, it's mean it's actually it's very mean it's very it's mean. mean it's very it's mean. not it's not overtly like yo like well, on, yeah, on, on, on on either he's Jay-Z. calling jay-z yeah <laughs> no i'll give you that i'll give it's you not, that it's not fuck you it's psychologically fucked no yeah up. okay no and, you're right yeah you're right and right. the beat the beat adds to the psychological fucked upness. Like, I'm not even going to give you a hard-ass beat to tell you that you're a piece of shit. You listen, you listen like, to this one every time? You you like, listen to Stillmatic and you play this song? I don't, I don't skip it. I don't skip it either. I don't skip uh, it. Right. You know, Midas, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't chase it, but yeah. I don't skip it. You know, Midas, <laughs> this show and this program and this series has often illustrated that we are on very different pages about things. But then in these moments, I'm like, in yo, these moments, I love this guy. This like, is my brother. We, we really are on the same. Like, we, we are cut from <laughs> the same. This is the most we've ever been on an album ever. We just needed Joe to come in here. This is the record. This is the record that part of why I don't skip it too is whenever I hear this song. All I think about is the Power 105 rant. No, no doubt. Like, this no is the Power it. 105 rant record to be. Listen, I'll you give know? you that. Like, you know what? Like, that's something I can't give this record. Is that like, I guess like it is a way to go about like, he's really like, yo, I'm Nas. This is like all y'all shooting at, you know, all this Queens shit. All y'all Queens people have been shooting at me since I came out. Yep. Like, And I'm, I'm not. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I'll give you that. Like, I'll give it like, it's a, it's a uncomfortable. It is. <laughs> the song makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I, you must lean into your it. discomfort. You just lean into it. <laughs> yeah, bro. and uh, it's a cut for me, but fair enough. All right, we're moving on to the next song. It's produced by Les, featuring Az. It is the flyest. I'm like a Lamborghini, Green Diablo, Cool VT, it's like DVD when I float, feel me? I'm loved like the great, late Malik Silly, the one the player haters hate dearly, but can't near me. Homicide can't scare me, I owe by by the laws of these streets and cities. So, can I, can I answer this as Sean Dammit? I, I wish you would do that every time. All right, I'm going to be Sean Dammit Kantrowitz here. You know, I mean, it's cool. Like, the song has, uh, you know, a lot of cool elements. Nas's rapping is cool. Like, AZ does his thing on here. You know, but I'm really just not a fan of the beat. It doesn't really do anything for me. It doesn't have the, you know, it's just kind of like it's got that, that, you know, kind of a thing to it. And and and, and I'm not really feeling that. It's kind of a just okay Nas song I could do with or do without. Um, but I'm going to keep it as an homage to the 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 original Nas A Z pairing and the fact that there's worse songs on here. How close did I get, Sean? I don't even have to say anything. <laughs> like you it, it if if I were if I were witnessing this or if I was listening to this later and I like was comparing notes, I'd be like, oh well obviously like Sean must have ghostridden that like segment for Midas <laughs> just to like maybe there was some sort of like backroom deal that was happening here. No, I have absolutely nothing to add. I have absolutely nothing to add. You you said exactly what I thought. I, I'll just say that yeah, it's like, do I love this song? No. Is there? Are we now entering a very murky part of the album with songs to follow? Yes. So we got to keep it. My vote is to keep. Yeah, got to keep it. Got to keep it. But so my actual take, right quick, uh, <laughs> and I'll go quick. My Midas take is, you know, it's not my it's not my favorite, 
Nas AZ song, and it's not even like my top three Nas AZ songs, but I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like I like it. It's a it's a it's a it's a cool record. And you know what's crazy? This is what time does that really fucks us up. Imagine if this record was on Magic. Imagine if this record was on Magic, we would have went crazy on the internet. We'd have been like, yo, did you hear the new Nas and, and AZ? They murdered this shit. And it would have been not everybody that, going not crazy. Not with that beat, though. Ima- not, imagine, not going, beat. imagine going to court with no trial. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, you cut this shit. This shit is... This shit is <laughs> so AZ killed it. The beat, I actually think, is okay. But like, if you talk about Nas and AZ, that's a classic collaboration. And if you stack them those joints against each other. This is the worst one. It is. It is. Um, and Nas really took a big dog shit on this song. This is a terrible Nas showing, actually. I gotta say. Like, this is like maybe the worst one on the album. Like his like, cause there's joints where it's like, there's joints where it's like, you know, like, oh, like the beat doesn't need to carry it because Nas's lyrics are so good. This is the beat is okay, and Nas <laughs> has taken a huge shit all over this. Nas, I mean, AZ is impossible. He's never had a bad verse ever. So he does what AZ was supposed to do as being like the feature on Stillmatic, right? Like, but the hook, the hook is so bad. The chorus is so, it, it is, this is really bad. This song is garbage. You got to cut this jump. Well, I mean, Midas has already expressed how I feel, and we both oh, yeah, no, it, so you know. It, but remember, we we now are keeping nine songs, and if we uh, save That's, more than ten, this is, this is we're going gonna, exactly how I saw it. By we're the gonna way. we're gonna circle back if we if if we you know surpass ten. So, well, this brings us to an interesting question, and I might even cut us asking this: Are we do we even entertain Braveheart Party? Nas no. and Mary J have cut this album completely. Or yeah, they did that for down. us. They did it for us. They cut the song for us, so we didn't have to. So should we song. even talk about it on the episode or no? But here's the thing. No. <laughs> I'm looking at the CD. It's yeah. on the track list. Nah, it's dog. there. I'm looking Stop. at it. Stop. They cut it for us. No. This revisionist history was for us, not for them to do. Like, this is what the <laughs> podcast does. You can't do it, Kanye. You don't make Illmatic. We make Illmatic. We even, make though, Illmatic. even though you technically well, made Illmatic. But, All right, yeah, so we're going yeah. gonna, to we're gonna go with the version of the album that doesn't have Braveheart Party? I'm okay with that. I guess I'm so. I'm trying to do that. We'll, we'll just keep it. In. I'll, I'll, I'll drop a snippet in. Uh, but, you know, to the listeners, just know that if the artists themselves later pulled this from the album... It's probably for a reason. Yeah, like, come on. Uh, drink up. Throw them up. I move at night. Respect my gangster. Ready for whatever you bring. The mood is right. The club is righteous. Tight with family. Squeezing on big old bubbles with no panties. Ladies who sexually free. And once in a while, live on the wild side. Kinky and nasty. Middle fingers. It's not on the wiki. On wiki doesn't even happen. That's what I'm saying. They don't even. Yeah, like when you look it up, you have to look up. Braveheart party. Well, it's, it's, like on, it's on Discogs, but obviously, but yeah, it's a. Uh, and what's interesting is that I heard that Mary J is the one who uh, asked for it to be pulled. So, I queen, don't of, queen of hip hop soul, she knows better than us all. <laughs> She's the queen of it. All right, so we're believe it or not, we're cutting Braveheart party, um, which brings us to the next track. It's produced by Trackmasters. The song is called 
rule. Arabics, call it truce, world peace, stop acting like savages. No war, we should take time and think. The bombs and tanks makes mankind extinct. But since the beginning of time, it's been men with arms fighting. Lost lives in the towers and Pentagon. Why then must it go on? We must stop the killing. Tell me why we die with all God's children. Uh, listen, bro. First of all, shout out A. Marie. Because... Amory had though she had a couple summers, man. She had a couple summers. She had some joints. The why don't you why don't we fall in love is a banger. Got it, you know. I, I fuck with Amory. Look, bro, that's hot garbage, and 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 so much so hot garbage. And this is where I'm. This is where I'm go. I don't think I've ever heard that song before. <laughs> you just have always opted out of it. I. I'm I'm keeping it a super buck. I don't think I've ever heard that song in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> I am a I can tell you, going back to the pun album, going to the Red Man album, I can tell you, I I make like I so I listen to albums always from the first song. I have a hard time skipping around and shit. So like the ends of the albums don't get as much love for me because I rarely make it to the end of the album. Because I always have to listen starting from the top. With that being said, unless, like, if I read your track list and, and you know, it, it, it starts to look real, real, uh, not really working for the kid at the end, I might not fuck with the end like that, bro. And I will tell you, I mean, and to give a small preview, I love what goes around. It took a long time for me to even hear what goes around because... By the time I got the Braveheart party, I was like, I'm out on the rest of this shit. Like, we're, this is the album just stops right here to me. And you played that snippet just now. And I'm sitting here going, I've never fucking heard this in my entire life. <laughs> well, your like, instinct served you right because the world does not need Nas interpreting. <laughs> oh, come on, Everybody Tears wants to rule the world. What's nah. wrong with Tears for Fears? What's up? Oh, it's a great song, but I don't need Nas rapping over it. Um, no, this, this is a cut. This is this it's is a cut. It's you know, early, earlier I, I spoke about um, this, like you know, him playing for the fence, swinging for the fences, pandering. Like this, this is that, and I, I do not like it. So, <laughs> no. I do, I do not like it. I do Fair not enough. like Green Exit Ham. Fair enough. <laughs> Sam, I am bars. <laughs> I, Sam, I am. Yo, so <laughs> fucking. All right, look. So similar to Midas, I think that like. In the time where I was listening to this, when it first happened, like, yeah, nah, I would, I would skip this. Not because, like, I was, like, ah, trying to... Because I had just come off all this, like, Nas's, like, fuming mad music, right? And then here comes this shit, right? But, like, I think recently, like, just re-listening to the project, I was like, yo, you know what? I'm not mad. This is, like, classic Kofi Nas trying to kick knowledge. <laughs> like, Amory understood the assignment. You know, like what's it's not that shitty. Like if like again, there's worse joints on here that are like, yo, like you you you'd cut this over this. Like yo, do I love this? Nah, but like you, there's a place for this song. You can play this. Like if you had to score something, you'd use this to score it. Like this is like a, there's a place for something like I this. I need him this. to kick that shit. I need to learn though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something something that'll make my like soul burn like (laughs) slow. Yeah, but like he just made your soul burn. He's trying to now come from the ashes, destroy and rebuild. This is the rebuild part. This shit is not better than the Stillmatic first song. It's not. I I I wouldn't choose it over smoking. It's not better than destroy and rebuild. 
It's not no. better than destroying. Y'all no, are, it's y'all not. Are ridiculous, Look, it's bro. not. It's not that it's a contrast to the fiery rage. It's just that it's not done well. <laughs> like I, I'd be fine with it. Like it's not that like it's breaking me out of my mood of the album. It's just it's che- It's plastic to me. It's cheesy. It doesn't seem genuine. It doesn't seem inspired. It seems like oh, let me get a popular singer of the time. Let me take an already proven hit that the world is already kind of tuned I, to. Yeah. And let me rap on it. Like I don't. I don't want that. Again, fans of podcasts, I've never heard a song before. I only heard the seven-second snippet that Sean just played, and I will not ever hear the song. It is confirmed that I will never hear the song. You heard enough. You heard enough. I've heard enough. I don't even know what Amory does on it. I'm good. Never need to hear it. It's fine. It sounds, sounds horrid. All right, so that means that we're moving on to the next song. It is pronounced... It is produced by Lofi... Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Lofi. Okay. Okay. Uh, featuring Millennium Thug, the song is Which called- Which is one of the great rap names of all time, yeah. by the Na- way. Nation Na- Sha- Na- said, yo, Na- it's 2000. Yo, yeah. Millennium Thug. Come on, it man. It is my country. We know too much of things I say. We seen too much. My country, shit it my country. She wants to get rid nah. of me. Hey, it was packed on this Rikers bus. The tightest cuffs is holding me shackled. The life of a thug caught in the devil's lasso on the streets. I was invincible. Beat sounds like the producer's name. Fucking yo, fuck out of here. This is this chorus is hilarious. When I I thought that when I was a kid, haha, your country shitted on you. This is so fucking bad. This song fucking sucks. And I cut it because if you you cut this, the last four is a really good four. This was another placement joint for me. It was like this is a bad song, and I think if you cut this, what you know, if you left what I cut and then did the last four, it's fucking phenomenal. But garbage yeah i mean songs Hot like this garbage. songs like this definitely give me more ammo in my like seemingly lifelong mission to knock Nas down a few pegs from this exalted like status that a lot of people put him on i'm like look i'm not denying that he has good songs but somebody who really is one of the best of all time would not do stuff like this like there, there needs to be some sort of quality control that either happens or some sort of like inherent bone Whoa. inside of you that's like you can't make stuff that's so whack if you're so great i'm sorry you and can I'm not- make it you just don't put it out well that too don't put it on the album, yeah. bro. It's in the cutting room floor. Like you just Yo, did not, it. You have you have beats that you made that Nas, you know you like it, but you'll never put it out. You know, right. like, he really, yo, Nas really feels like a revolutionary. I think that there is a point in time in Nas's career where he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna save everybody <laughs> <laughs> with yo, my that's music." That's a fact, bro. And that I th- and you know what I mean. And I think when he's in that. Mode. He can do he, no wrong in that mode. In in his mind, he can yeah, do no wrong. Yeah, he's, a, he's and, a super saiyan. At that and point. that's the point. And he's like, "Yo, this is instructions, basic From God. instructions. Like, I am a vessel before to... leaving Earth. Like this is literally <laughs> his like yo, nah. Like that's this the songs will take on, on Nas ever. Yeah, bro. Like, it's you, he that really is the for re- best take I've ever heard on Nas, bro. He really thinks he's a for real revolutionary sometimes, and that's why he, they don't get cut. Is because he's like nah, like. Yo, we gotta go back to Africa. <laughs> like he's got the world. His, the world like, needs sincere it. shit. We're uh, okay. We're gonna move on to the uh, penultimate song on the album. 
It is produced by Salam Remy featuring Keon Bryce on backing vocals. It's what goes around. It was poison. Ecstasy coke. You say it's love. It is poison. Schools where I learned it should be burned. It is poison. Physicians prescripting us medicine, which is poison. Doctors injecting our infants with the poison. Religion misunderstood is poison. Niggas up in my hood be getting shot, giving poison in hospitals. Shots riddled the block little children and elderly. Oh. Outside of the primo joint, this might be my favorite beat on the album. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Salam Remy is a legend. He's, you know, I love the history that he has with Nas as well. A lot of a lot of great songs. Um, so, yeah, it's this is a keep for me. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I think it's totally a keep. Although I could do without that fucking singing on it. I could do without it. Like, yes. Honestly, the singing affects my enjoyment of the song. It, it really does. Like, I would listen to that record. I would play that record more often if it weren't for that singing. Like, I could just do without it. It goes around, comes around, my nigga. It's, it's, it's God awful. But it's <clears throat> as bad as it is, I can't let it affect the fact that that's a great beat and Nas is going crazy on it. So I would also say that this is not a song that I ever seek out or want. Like, I mean, is, the, is it for the singing though? Yeah, it's mostly for the singing and the fact that it's just buried at the back end of an album. After that, all those three songs that were like, like you would never make it there. You no, know what I'm saying? No, you yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't deal with it at all. So, <laughs> yo, Sean, when if we ever agree so much? Because that's yo, that's what I was just saying. Like, it took me forever to even hear that song because right. it was buried in the back of the album. And it's like I just didn't expect there to be anything good left on this record after. <laughs> You go through a couple of those joints and you're like, uh, uh, I'm not even fucking with this. Yeah. But nah, that, I mean, it's a, it's a really good, it's also a really long ass record too. Yes. Um, which doesn't necessarily work in its favor, but yeah, who knew that it would take Stillmatic to bring us closer together than ever in terms of our, uh, our takes. Uh, Joe. Salam Remy, you know, and Nas are go together so well. Like he's he, phenomenal beat. Everything is poison. Everything is poison. Why Jesus poison? Ike with the Iverson jersey. Ike with the Iverson jersey. Yeah, like nah. This is this is really good. Good little like bridge piece. Like it, it's just arranged well. It's just very uh, it. This is you can okay again. Like we were saying in the beginning, it's like this is you can tell like Nas was produced here, and he well was set up to win in a in a great little song right here. This is keep it. All right, so then that brings us to the last song produced by L.E.S. This is a bonus track, but I mean, whatever the hell that meant at that point, because if it's on every copy of the album, it's not really exclusive bonus. But uh, featuring Blitz, and not the Blitz that Wikipedia says that it is, but we'll get into this uh, in a bit, but it's Every Ghetto. Blessings of life to the children. They say life is like five days. Words of an old man with silver hair in his wheelchair. His eyes were bloody while describing what lies before me. Said evil bitches and jealous men would try to destroy me. It occurred to me this old nigga's words couldn't be realer. I'm on top now. Slightest drama, I have to kill you. Cause animals sense weakness. Sharks smell blood and water. So when I was, again, the back half of Stomatic is stuff that doesn't really sit in my memory very well. So when I was doing the research and sort of going back, and I went on Wikipedia, which I often reference for these albums is one of my assets. I saw and I looked, I was like, wait, 
featuring Blitz <laughs> the Ambassador, who, for those who don't know, is an artist that we all, I, Midas, I don't know if you've met him or not, but like I've never he, met him. he has worked with Optics since the beginning of his career. I have met Blitz and we've hung out several times. He's gone on to have an incredible career as an author, as a music video director, as a film director. He's doing the remake of The Color Purple now. Like it's, it's an absolute incredible story. But I was like, Wait, was Blitz on Nas's Stillmatic? I don't understand. I didn't realize. I was looking at that like, I don't remember that. And then even on the DSPs, if you look at like Apple Music or Spotify, it's it's credited to Blitz the Ambassador. This is a technical clerical error that has never been fixed. It is not not Blitz the Ambassador. It is just Blitz of, you know, maybe a QB Blitz. Blitz, One of Millennium (laughs) Thug's homeboys. Yes, yes. Um, So now that we've addressed that, just for all of you who are wondering at home, uh, I like this song, and to be honest, on my preliminary cut list that I made, I kept it only because there were some songs that have snuck by here that I opted not to keep. I Because of that, I will vote to keep this, but I don't really have a strong feeling about this one way or another. I like the beat. I feel like it's, it's good enough rapping. I continually confused by it being credited to Blitz the Ambassador, but I can't hold it against him. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a very soft keep for me. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping it. It's uh, the better of the two LES beats on here. Um, Blitz is not on this song, but somehow had a trash verse on it. Um, <laughs> no. Nah, this is, yeah, this is, this is really, nah, this is bad. This is, this is not bad. I'm sorry. This is like a really good. Yeah, it's soft keep. Exactly. Like it's if it ends with what goes around, I would love if it ended with what goes around. But I'm not mad at every ghetto. Like it's I'm not mad at god that. awful. It's god <laughs> awful. It's god awful. It's it is a hard cut for me. It's god awful. It is it is it is not a better beat than the flyest. In my opinion, it's it's one of the worst beats on the record to me. Um, and again, coming from an MC standpoint, I if you were playing if you were playing beats for me, and like you played that beat for me, like the amount of time I let you play it before I tell you to go to the next beat would not be very long. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. What's the one after that? What, what you <laughs> but got? Like, but in two thousand and one. Nah, in bro, 2001, it, you wouldn't mm, do that. No, fuck yeah, hell the shit. Get that shit out of here, bro. <laughs> fuck yeah, hell the hell shit. The shit. <laughs> hell the shit. Was All it, those, yo, was hell, the shit in the, was hell the shit in the artifacts? <laughs> it might have been. I've never fucked with beats with all those pops and boop, 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 doo, doo. I never fucked with none of that type of shit. Yo, he hurt, yo, it's a steel pen, my guy. <laughs> like, let it By the way, is a, for those of you. A, a, a steel cut. Get that shit out of here. By the way, for those of you keeping score at home, every episode that we do of this, Midas at some point does his Carl Winslow has to sing a part of the beat. Like it, it happens every, every single every episode. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Even in ways where it would be easier for him just to describe right. it. He, no. he he does this sort of thing where he sings where like, wait, what is he doing? And then he's like, okay, I think And it's I know always what he's the doing. same beat. He does it every episode. It's beep I, beep boop. It's, it's like, beep, 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 beep. I can't do that shit, bro. That shit is trash. All right. Get well, that shit all the way the fuck out it, of here. It, it, you it is being kept. Um, yes. You've been outvoted, which means we now have 11 songs. So, so this, we might still get cut. Let's get this going. We have to cut one. So this is the current uh, iteration of the album. The Stillmatic intro, Ether, 
got yourself a gun. You're the man. Rewind, one mic, second childhood, destroy and rebuild, the flyest, what goes around every ghetto. I'm fine with cutting every ghetto. There's like, no way we no keep way. every ghetto, bro. <laughs> Cut the fuck off. Of all those songs we just named, the that's flyest? the one you want to keep? Yo, come on. Destroy and Rebuild so wait, is better wait, wait. than this song. Hold up. Hold up. You'd it's Destroy and Rebuild better verse? than every ghetto. Yes. Absolutely. It does. Sir Lancelot. That's better than this. You would this rather, Sir Lancelot you'd rather, is better you'd than this. Here, Blitz, not the ambassador, than AZ. Nah, I'm skipping it already. I'm already ending. The, I already stopped listening after the first verse. <laughs> so you but cut like it. this, that is so no. But I'm not. But I'm. But I don't even. But but I don't even let destroy and rebuild go. I don't even hear it. I've listened to destroy and rebuild more in the last two weeks than I did ever <laughs> in the history of listening to this album. Destroy and rebuild is horrid. Corn chip. Is corn is is so bad. It's so bad. That bullshit slick Rick flow bullshit is better than every ghetto. Lyric well, okay, fair enough. So okay, look, we can we can pontificate about our taste in the beats all we want. Fair. Rhymes. Rhymes. What's, what's better rhymes? Every I, I, I every know ghetto, lyrics off of of Destroy Rebuild. Destroy Rebuild lyrics has better lyrics. It does have better lyrics. It's a better song. It's a better song. I just think, look, like, all right, bet. So then, all right, so then you want to keep... Oh, we can't have the flyest and destroy and rebel, son. That shit is crazy, son. <laughs> no, I'll, Joe, I'll let one rock, but I can't let both rock, son. That's crazy, son. Joe, we're both leaning towards cutting every ghetto. If you have any other rebuttal of another song that you'd like to suggest get cut, we, we are rejecting the, the suggestions you've made thus far. <laughs> if you have anything else, this is the last chance. So then let's keep smoking then. <laughs> no. Oh, God. No, we're not so let's, adding. Let's keep smoking then. That's no. crazy. Because nah, cause you can't, if we're going to keep two bad songs, we put three bad songs then. Fuck it. Let's just ruin the album now. Like, fuck it. I'm down to destroy and not rebuild from this moment on. <laughs> I think you're this getting is too, crazy. You're, you're getting too caught up in this battle. You're you're saying now because we're we're cutting every ghetto and we're keeping destroying rebuild, we've ruined the album. They like then no, I would you argue ruined, perhaps you, you never loved this album to begin with. No, that's not true. You can't keep yo destroy and rebuild can I, can and I, the flyers. Just very quickly, it's not a, better a than very, both of those for, songs are not better than every ghetto, yo. For Lyrically. very quick shits and giggles, for me personally, can I just get Sean another quick? Eight second snippet of every ghetto. Moses and Joe, new to the divine order. Shit is plastic material. Having no life, I crash whips. Nope, it's cut. Nope, it's cut. Hey, it sounds put it on QB's finest. Okay, no, okay, 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 okay. Okay, go. Give me another, give me another snippet of destroy and rebuild. Go. No, no, we're not, we're not. No, we have to do no, we have to. No. We have to. No. Because if you play it, you're going to laugh and we are going to agree (laughs) that it can't be kept. Love it, don't stress them, cause gangsters do gangster shit. Real recognize real, still laughing to the banking shit. Back to call, got him a deal, but his rhymes was whack. Def Jam. Joe, you've been outvoted. This song, you've been outvoted. Sharks about blood and water. Yo, you're bugging, yo. This is crazy. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry, bro. So, that, Joe, that's, that's Joe, the one. I'm sorry. So, this is our this is our finalized track list. The finalized track list is Stillmatic Intro, Ether, Got Yourself a Gun, You're the Man. Rewind, One Mic, Second Childhood, Destroy and Rebuild, The Flyest, and What Goes Around. 
We've made a better album. Not my, better. not my Stillmatic, not my president. But not my, my, not my president. But hold on. But that, regardless, that's a better record, though. It is a better record. Uh, Midas, what is your rating on, on what the album is now? You know, in my head leading up to this, I told you that, hey, this could rival the pun. It's not rivaling the pun. It's not even close. So uh, I would say that if I gave it a four before, I'd still give it a four, but it's a better four. It's like a it's like a meta four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, it, it's a it's a it, if it was a four, maybe it's like a four point zero 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 two six nine or something like that. Uh, Joe, what do you say? Joe said it's not his president. Nah, yeah, like, let me tell you something. This, look, I understand the rules of this show. I get it. <laughs> the fact that both, there, this is an album now that both has the flyest and Destroy and Rebuild and Not Every Ghetto has made this a three and a half mic album. It went Ooh, from a four he said to it a went three and a down. half. This it is went, a three Joe. and a half mic album. Joe, I really think you're you're kicking over the sandbox right now because of like the like dog, you're saying that this when album I can't is win, worse. I flip the ch- when I yo dog, if I, when I can't win, I flip the <laughs> chessboard, dog. I, I don't I wait. The, I don't. I flip the chessboard. I respect board, dog. it. Nah, I respect yeah. it. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, for me, this started as a three mic. Uh, I think we've definitely made it better. It definitely still has songs that I actively don't like on it. Um, I bump it up to a 3.5. I think this went from a 3 to a 3.5. That That's what I'm doing for it. I, but I do think that it is a better record than it was when it started. It's, it's an it's a easier listen. Easier listen, yeah. And it's an easier listen. But yeah, actually going through it, it doesn't... I was more... Like a, I mean, it doesn't have as many... I, I thought in my head it was better than what it is. And it's... I mean, it's out of second four half and, of the for album. Me and I'm going to leave it there. I don't know. I think uh, the Keeps have made the second half of the album. We all agree. Second half of the album gets murky. And I think the Keeps, in my opinion, have now made it a, a smog. If Zoom from out, from into space, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> one, one note. I'm looking at the back of the CD, right? It says bonus tracks. No ideas original. And everybody's crazy, which if you put those two tracks over the two worst songs that we that we have on here, it's a 18 times better album. Yes. I mean, No Ideas Original is it's like, one of the great go- is, nine songs of all time. It's really great. But that is not I, I don't think that that is like the definitive version of the CD. Even I think that that might have been like a bonus disc version. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I. I'm looking at a picture of the back of the CD, like of the insert. And it says bonus tracks, no ideas original and everybody's crazy, which is interesting because I don't remember that either. But I'm just sitting here going, shit, if both of them songs was on there, we're talking about a whole different record. It's definitely stronger. I've looked on Discogs. I think that there was a bonus edition album or a limited edition version of the album. Um, but as far as the like American CD original version, it did not have those two. Um, but yeah, that would definitely change the game. But, uh, you know, I think that we've definitely gone through some interesting, uh, trials and tribulations to get here. 
And uh, we want to hear what you think. So definitely hit us up. I'm going to put hit links up. to everybody's socials in the uh, show notes and ways to uh, weigh in and let us know, did we fuck it up? Is Stillmatic worthless as Joe now thinks it is? We or- will bring back mean Joe's scheme to talk about another album as well. I'd say that Joe was like fairly affable and well mild mannered up to this point, but towards the end, we made him. Oh yeah, we, his we, we pulled it out. You know yeah, what it is? It's because in my head it was like, all right, we're gonna. There's gonna be some bullshit, but we're gonna agree uh, sort pretty much. Is uh, that was my thought? I thought we were. We kind of did though. Agree. We did. Yeah, That's exactly nah, what happened. Nah, no, not at no. <laughs> No. All right. No, not, all right. Not, we're we're going to wrap this up. But uh, Joe, thanks for joining us. All right, y'all. All right. So let us know what you think. Do we keep the right songs? There's links to our social media in the show notes. Or you can send me an email at sean at questionshiphop.com. The show's theme is by Czarism and Midas the Beast. And you already know that the show is a member of the Stony Island Audio Network, the greatest hip-hop podcast click in the game. Yes, I said it. Okay, I'll be back next week. Oh, no.